evening, everybody, and welcome to another unfiltered live show coming to you from Fresno, California. My co-host, Dr. Karbasi, good evening. <laughs> uh, no special guest this evening, round robin of what's, been, what's happened in Central California. Let's uh, fire it right away with our slide three, firing God. And it looks like there's one in the making as yep. we speak. No, to start, let's start, let's keep people, no, let's allow, that means most, most folks say, let's Israel keep going, and yeah. Hamas keep going on to Israel. Actually a surprising number. I mean, that I is. think uh, most of the council members have condemned uh, Hamas's attack, but I think more people want the ceasefire Well, I mean, here, Israel is not killing, you know, civilians. Right, has been for the last four well, weeks. Hopefully, eleven thousand civilians yeah. have been killed, and there's no sign of Hamas in the hospital, uh, Al Shifa Hospital. Okay, let's move on to slide number four. Uh, Veterans Boulevard opened. That's some good news after thirty plus years and uh, at least twenty plus years of hard effort. Do you have a video to play on this? Let's play the video. Oh, Paul, did you get the video? Mr. Paul. Paul didn't get the video on. Well, so I can tell you. We're going to come back to that because yeah, it's really it's fascinating. Uh, okay, let's go to slide six then. We're going to go with some bad news next. Okay, theft. Steve stole, stole grass from Boys and Girls Club. Think about that. All right. So issues like this have come up. I mean, it's really upsetting because it was a nonprofit. This issue of what they call petty crime—it's a complete nuisance. I mean, this this is expensive for the nonprofit. Boys and girls—they don't have a lot of money. Imagine if you have a porch pirate or someone stealing your home. The question is, what are we as a government doing about it? And yeah, yeah we keep telling folks. And I admit, I say it too. Prop forty-seven, Prop fifty-seven, AB one hundred nine, state of California decriminalizes everything. That's why you have all the fashion grabs and retail crimes because there's no consequence. Now, I feel the pressure. I have to do more, and we're looking at a creative solution. I'm not ready to unveil it yet. Oh, cool. It's something that I don't think any city in the Valley does, that we, as the quote-unquote big dogs, will incarcerate some. Okay. They're stealing grass at night. <laughs> well, so. I'll tell you what. They're committing what are called misdemeanors. They're not felonies, but in the old days, even misdemeanor, you'd get some, at least a sentence of some kind. Now it's just a ticket. Can't, can't do that anymore. And it's catch and release anyhow. Well, we want to stop the catch and release. So more bad catch news. And catch and keep. There you go. More bad news. Um, a local nonprofit, Amor, Alliance for Medical Outreach and, and Relief, which does uh, a lot of humanitarian war, work across the world and, and in Central California with a great um, wellness center in Mendota, were on their way Saturday morning to deliver food. A bunch of families, 300 families in Mendota were, were, were Friday night. Somebody came in and drilled a hole in their gas tank and tried to steal their gas. Right. Let's play the video on this, Eric. And here's the truck that pulls up. It's like a white, well, it is a the white. Ram. White Dodge Shut Ram truck. Uh, there's more information on this uh, person. Uh, we have the license plate, and that's going to be tracked down because we have videos of this person from one of the other buildings. 
and that will be unveiled on a video on GB Wire tomorrow. Uh, plus the license plate of the of the I think it's a, well the white uh, four door. Oh, what happened to the video? Okay, can we play it or no? There we go. Okay. Yeah. How long of a process roughly was this? <clears throat> ten oh, minutes. Yeah, he was there ten minutes. Well, I learned a lot. Um, in this case, you know, someone, and they're crazy. They're, it looks like they're drilling into the fuel line, which could cause a spark and it's dangerous. Yeah, I could blow, blow everybody up. Right. Um, but then when that, when that fuel spills on the asphalt, it creates an environmental hazard and it has to be yeah. cleaned up properly. Yeah. And imagine the effect it has on the government paying for it or a business owner paying for it. It's still considered a mistake. Wow. This, this whole is, activity. This is what I'm talking about. This, yeah. We cannot let these misdemeanors go unprosecuted. Yeah, totally. Okay, it looks like uh, now the good news video is back on. Let's go to Veterans Boulevard, um, something that has been in the, in the works for several decades. Uh, Mike Rabasi uh, has been working on it the last few years. Bill Larson, mm -hmm. uh, County Board of Soup, from, uh, gosh, two decades but ago. But you, you were on the California Transportation Committee, right? We, I was, but we do, helped drive it really here locally with... Um, Fresno Cog, uh, Measure C yeah. to help help get it get it uh, get it rolling. That that was really the extent of my effort in, in helping it well, get off the ground. But there was a difference there. I learned this at the press conference. I think Buddy Mendez was talking about how this got started and how Measure C. So Measure C, yeah, I think three half the, cent, half cent. I'm sorry, half cent countywide transportation tax. Now that money is the entire county pays for it in sales tax, but it, it's also countywide. It's not just in the Fresno. Paid for a lot of projects. The biggest thing is the money we bring in, we can leverage for more dollars from the state and federal government. So it's half a cent, but in reality, it's almost... It doubles or triples. Right. Yes. yes, exactly. Um, that was what was used to help a project like Veterans Boulevard. The challenge we have is that Sacramento, again, they don't live in Fresno, don't live in the Valley. They want to take away cars. Even if you have an EV like I do, I don't generate any uh, emissions. It's my car. I shouldn't feel guilty about it. They're trying to take away cars. They don't want more freeway lanes. They don't want more. I don't know if Veterans Boulevard, if it would be approved in this day and age. It's, it's a terrible thing. Uh, uh, no, because it's capacity enhancement. State of California would not allow. I mean, you could, but you have to pay a lot of mitigation right. as well, your the money. Sad, the sad thing is, you know, the, the whole area, you know, I, I mentioned this in my comments, the tale of two cities where Shaw is the dividing line. That is such bullshit. That is just a political tactic to say haves and have-nots. The reality is it's the freeway. That determines whether or not you live by services. or This overpass, please point. go by and drive it. It's, you know, at, at, uh, if, you're on, if you're in northwest Fresno, Herndon, and Polk, right after that, it is amazing the time it's going to save on your commute. It's going to reduce congestion on Shaw for the 999. It's going to reduce congestion on, 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 on uh, Herndon uh, and the 99. It's amazing. Oh, fantastic. Let's play the video now. Uh, so Veterans Boulevard uh, first appeared in the city of Fresno's general plan with the 1984 general plan. And the general plan, of course, is a document that guides all of the planned land uses, uh, for new development, uh, the circulation element uh, where 
you know, as a city, we've taken areas with just two-lane uh, country roads, and ultimately you have, you know, this network of neighborhoods, commercial, uh, major streets, freeway interchanges. So it first appeared in the general plan with the 1984 plan. Uh, following that, then the city of Fresno in the early um, 1990s started to do some work on um, interchange feasibility studies. Oh, a lot of constituents said, you know, we got to have some way of getting to North Fresno, and they wanted to have a way of getting across town without going through that convoluted area. High-speed rail was coming through, the north-south freeway, some type of a uh, overpass, all of these things played a part of it. And so um, I initiated a uh, meeting out at Holland Park West. One Saturday a month we would meet there and, and bring all these people together, bring maps together to outline what we wanted. The, the biggest problem was that, that there was no, uh, you know, sort of one primary funding source. Basically we had five or six funding sources and they all contributed a similar amount of money. We had the Measure C program, right? We had uh, high-speed rail funding because high-speed rail uh, impacted this uh, some of the city streets, so they provided money. But uh, we pushed hard, and there was a lot of obstacles. Oh, no, well, we're not going to have the funding. And I said, we're going to have the funding. They said we're going to have the funding. One of the two of the people that were very instrumental in helping me and helping all of us was uh, Darius Asimi he was on the transportation authority in Sacramento. This project helps connect Fresno to west of 99 and improves uh, travel times for all homeowners that live just west of 99, whether it's in Kerman, or the city of Fresno, it's to, uh, to, to the balance of our city. And so these, all of these things add up when you're talking about getting your kids to sports, getting your kids to school, going to the doctor, it's just really challenging. So. Um, it's not the entire answer, but Veterans Boulevard is going to solve a big chunk of those problems. It's really difficult going through Herndon uh, to get around to the 99 or, or trying to get across the way to the west area. Um, big congestion issues, um, and now what Veterans Boulevard has opened up is uh, definite traffic congestion relief. This is going to be huge, not just for that area, but for the Bullard and Carnegie area as well. Uh, Veterans Boulevard, I mean, it's a very exciting project. It is not just a, a simple street. It has a lot of innovative measures. Uh, it's, it's very pedestrian and bicycle friendly. Uh, this is our first project really in the Fresno area, or really in, uh, in the Central Valley, that has a grade-separated uh, walking and biking trail through the interchange. What's really exciting about Veterans, this is a unique type of interchange. We don't have this kind of interchange in District 6 where we separate the vehicles from the, you know, from the uh, vulnerable users, so the, the bikers and the pedestrians. So we're really excited to showcase and highlight this new type of interchange. It takes a lot of, a lot of work, um, months and months of, you know, work to get done. And, um, it, you know, it's a lengthy process. Um, you actually have to detour traffic off of the freeway and back on the freeway to get around the project. Yeah. So if you can imagine taking all of 99 traffic off and put them back on, so it's, uh, it's been a, a great source of pride for Tiger and specifically the central region. 
I think what this shows is it shows investors, whether they're people that are local or people from outside of Fresno, that the city's investing in infrastructure to accommodate new growth. So it's a very, very big deal for us to invest this maybe seed money into this infrastructure project so that we can get homes built out there and with that a regional park and with that a grocery store, banks, essential core services that are so lacking west of the Highway 99 corridor. I also want to say a special thanks to the late Senator Dianne Feinstein who helped bring federal dollars to make sure this project becomes a reality. And of course to Tony Bourne who oversees all transportation projects in our community. Thank you. Okay, that was a very cool, thanksy, but very cool video. What an inc incredible improvement in Fresno County. Something that, Mike, you're right, probably would not, not happen today. Look, at, there's three changes on 41 south of town that are trying to be built and approved, but uh, some of the local folks are objecting to these projects that will actually help bring a lot of jobs to uh, southern parts of the uh, city of Fresno and Fresno County. Okay, what do we have next? Um, the OG's restaurant. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, let's put that up. Uh, got burnt down a few nights ago, unfortunately. Very popular Italian restaurant in the Tower District on all, uh, all I'm sorry, on Venice, south of Olive. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be a while before. Uh, um, Louis Maglieri, who's the owner of the restaurant, can open up. Oh, let's, let's play the video real quick. Quick video. Okay. <clears throat> there were a lot of fire trucks and, you know, rescue vehicles and firemen everywhere, water everywhere, foam. And it looked kind of like a movie scene, you know. Just looking in there, uh, I saw, uh, you know, all my appliances melted and the holes in the roof and water everywhere. So I knew it was a complete loss. This wasn't like that, you know? And you could see even up here, all the black and the dining room too. You, I mean, you could see like all this, it's hard to see with a camera, but you see like all this black like on the tables, you know, like look. The alarm company called me, I believe it was at 7:12 a.m. On, on Thursday morning to tell me the uh, zone emotion detector uh, went off. Uh, motion was sens uh, sensed in the in the entryway. So we've been burglarized seven times already, and there are encampments here uh, all the time. And uh, I've called the police many times. Uh, it doesn't no good, really. People are trying to make a living here, you know. It's just, uh, and you know, it'd be one thing if they would behave, and but they're not. They don't. They break everything. They poop, pee everywhere. Needles. I find needles, condoms. Uh, you know, they just make a freaking mess, you know, so it, it just, this is, you know, this is not right. That was uh, the owner of OG's, Louis Maglieri, saying how the homeless folks break in, steal stuff, needles, drugs, defecate, condoms, and Fresno PD doesn't do a whole lot about it. So, and I think he's fed up of being in... Uh, Tower District. I, I hear his concern. Um, fortunately, uh, you get pockets of that throughout the city. A place like that. It's a great restaurant. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired of telling folks the laws are written that way to make it difficult for us at the local level. We're trying to find solutions to that. I'm just not ready to unveil it. 
But uh, I will say one thing, though. We are challenging uh, one federal law regarding the homeless because they occupy. We can't even move them from a sidewalk. And you have to understand, people have ADA rights. They have a right to access the sidewalk. So they can't occupy more than half. We're trying to get them cleared from the whole thing if we have to. Yeah. So. Okay. Next, the uh, nonviolent felon fights for gun rights in landmark case. Um, I guess there's a case at uh, going to U.S. Supreme Court about somebody that had a um, nonviolent felon felony decades earlier, but uh, he's not allowed to purchase a gun. So be all the gun rights folks and uh, stay stay in touch with GB Barge to keep track of that story. What's considered a nonviolent felony? Because unfortunately, when you look at I think it was Prop Fifty Seven. Um, where they redefined. And for, uh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, Paul's assisting. So he was trying to buy. What, what was he doing exactly, Do Paul? Because he was trying to steal food stamps. He was trying to steal food stamps. Here we go. Over two decades, he made a false statement on a food stamp application. Ah, that's what happened. can't lie, right. Gotcha. Well, that's sense. Uh, okay. Who was the overzealous. Uh, uh, inspector who dug that up. That's kind of silly. I don't know. Mm. Okay, let's move on. Uh, John Oliver. Um, it was a felony, though. Not a misdemeanor. That sounds like a felony. Yeah, it says, yeah, so felony. He, yeah. But if he was trying to get food stamps and he lied on a form, it was a felony, though. I mean, what was the dollar amount he was trying to potentially defraud? I mean, not that there's an equivalent there, but there's something there's more to the story. Whatever. Okay. Uh, John Oliver. Discusses the Israel Hamas war, criticizes congressman's comments. Uh, uh, available on YouTube, where we have a brief clip, like a 10 second clip. We can, it's, a, it's like a 30 minute video. Uh, the, the, the comedian, I want to say comedian John Oliver, does a great job explaining what's going on uh, in Gaza with Hamas and Israel and the Attacks. It's, it's, this is a really fantastic job. Whether you're Zionist uh, or you're pro-Palestinian, he's, in my opinion, very balanced approach and a lot of great information. Let's play a 20-second, or I think a 10-second clip. What Israel about. has launched what's now become a month-long siege of Gaza, cutting off nearly all water, food, electricity, and fuel to the territory. In just the first six days of the war, it dropped 6,000 bombs on a strip of land just 25 miles long and at most seven miles wide. That is nearly as many as the record number that the U.S. dropped on Afghanistan in a single year. So, so it tells you the uh, amount of firepower. Uh, Israel, who gets uh, about $4 billion of U.S. taxpayer dollar money every year, used in just the first uh, few days. More of that video, go to YouTube. and. Oh, I, there we go. I'm sorry. Go to Paul. Is, Paul, Paul is correcting me. Go to gvwire.com and you'll have it on uh, our under our video section. Okay, next item: California Democrats cancel parts of the convention uh, amid uh, large demonstrations over Gaza. So, I guess there was a lot, lot of protests. Where, where was this? You know, Mike Sacramento. Sacramento. A lot of protests, and they shut down part of the Democratic. Convention, uh, folks protesting the um, war in Gaza and the killing of over 11,000 um, folks, or the 1,200 uh, Israelis and some that were kidnapped. I'm, I'm not sure. Watch the 
Uh, or read read the read the story on AP. And I believe is there a video on that too? Yeah. There's a, uh, oh you know, can we play the video? Let's play it. The major U.S. Senate candidates were on stage just outside the convention. Some Israel and Palestine Palestine supporters. Well, they got pretty violent. Michelle Bandura reports. Protests get heated at the California Democratic Convention. We can't play more of that for copyright reasons. So, uh, is that on GVR as well? Okay, go to GVR.com uh, for the rest of that video. Uh, also, uh, slide 16 free speech or treason? Uh, folks are getting arrested in Israel. Jewish folks, Israelis, Palestinian, uh, I think Arab Israelis, uh, for just commenting on social media posts. I was on an NPR story on it today, so. This, some of the stuff is, this is Israelis getting arrested, for, uh, uh, my, yep. if my information is correct. But please read the story to, make, to get a good, complete, you know, AP story to get a good, complete, and thorough Before the conflict, I think a lot of us were criticizing Netanyahu because from a democratic standpoint, he was attempting to basically, um, he was under investigation, um, and he's been cited before, but trying to basically change the, ju the judiciary and put more power in the hands of the prime minister. Yeah. It was a huge thing to divide the country. Of course, the Hamas attacks unified the country, but this was a big deal, and they haven't resolved this yet. Uh, now, the Keeping Him Honest section is back. Let's put slide 17 up. Uh, Fresno Bee reported, Mark, uh, uh, report on Clovis, the semi confirms, no, developers call the shots. No, actually, this is not, that's not the story. Hold on. The, uh, the story was, he, he talked about, um, I make sure he, we got the right story. CFD tax. And CFD tax is a homeowner tax. And somebody had to be referred to it. I want to make sure we get the math, the information. Is that correct, Paul? We're not sure. So we better skip that. I think uh, Paul and Eric didn't get, maybe get the right slides up because that's not uh, the right slide. Okay, we'll come, we'll come back to that. Okay, let's go to slide 20. Oh, this is going to be a big one. That's coming up. Get the popcorn ready. That's, that's right. That's next week, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, Eric or Paul, you know what the exact date of this? Ooh. You know, no. okay. I, I have my own prediction who's going to win that one, but that's just what okay. I think. <clears throat> Actually, we have it right here. I think it's next uh, Wednesday night, but uh, we'll check that. Okay, let's go to the next... Uh, Air travel. Let's go to the next slide, 21. There we go. Record number of folks. Are you going to travel this weekend? I'm sticking around. I'm working, so. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to save, uh, save the headache of uh, getting in the traffic. Absolutely. Okay. But you know, if I wanted to go somewhere with Veterans <clears throat> Boulevard, I'll get there a few minutes faster. Now. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, CHP will keep a close eye on record number of Californians on holiday. Our own Bill McEwen, uh, our news director, had a story up. Uh, more than 55 million folks will travel nationwide. Seven and a half million Californians planning Thanksgiving getaways. By the way, the um, Governor Newsom will be debating Governor DeSantis of Florida. It looks like 
Alpharet, in Alpharet, Georgia, outside of Atlanta, November 30th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and it will be 90 minutes long. Moderated by Sean Hannity without a studio audience. Okay. Let's put that back up. Let's go to slide 20, Eric. Okay. Um, and I think that's the end of our show. It's going to be a really quick pre-Thanksgiving show. Yeah. Lots to be, th I mean, a lot of bad, tough things happened this week, but there's a lot to be thankful for. I mean, at the very least, uh, despite all the damage on both sides, there's going to be a ceasefire. That's It'll right. be good. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully okay. Hamas isn't, uh, doesn't come out in the positive end of this one. Well, Hamas leaders, I think the main guys probably left before October 7th. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what you hear, yeah. Yeah. They're living it up while their people are getting killed. So that's right. They don't, like I said, they they are indiscriminate. Right. They don't care who gets killed as long as uh, they raise their profile and create the next generation yeah. of uh, hate. Well, we're going to be looking at doing a panel on the root causes of this, which is really, in my opinion, is the occupation, uh, and also what are the solutions. That, that panel is coming up in a few weeks. Stay tuned, folks. Um, you know, we had a lot of the protesters at City Hall, actually. That's right, you did. Meeting. That's right. You know the. I was going to say, let's put the Happy Thanksgiving slide up on the screen uh, for folks. That's a great picture. I yeah. like it. There you go. Final comments? Lots to be thankful for, despite all the challenges in the world. There's okay. always something to be to celebrate. So I hope people, please don't text and drive. Please don't drink and drive. Wait a minute. Let's get, let's get Mike on the screen, no. too. Um, right on to Mike. Yeah. No, and I want to also thank... Okay. Uh, I uh, thank the residents of District 2. I really do appreciate the honor to serve you, and just please be careful. We don't want anyone else uh, to have an empty chair at the Thanksgiving table, so please just be careful when going to events and watch yourselves. Stay home. Yeah. Or, or travel safely. Uh, very safely. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, ladies and gents, thanks for watching this brief pre-Thanksgiving uh, episode of Unfiltered. Have a great and safe uh, and full and f yeah, well, we're going to get a couple pounds with the next one. So okay. let's see. TV adds 10 pounds, right? <laughs> That's right. So. Thanksgiving, uh, long weekend. Yeah. And see you all next Tuesday. Good night.